0: hello and welcome to the pink in the city podcast pink in the city is a breast cancer charity we are raising awareness and funds and providing information and inspiration please share this episode with the world and join us in our mission and now let's proceed to today's episode
1: Welcome to Pink in the City podcast. My name is Denise Vertumas and I am the president of Pink in the City. So um, today we have Diane Peek with us, a survivor that uh, I have the great pleasure to be working with in the last little while. So welcome, Diane. Well, thank you so much, Denise, for having me today. Oh, It's our pleasure, our pleasure. So Diane, I, I, I was introduced uh, to you, um, I would say a few months or uh, this past year from Deborah, which uh, is always really nice uh, in our network to connect uh, with others. Um, so Diane, how does Pink in the City, uh, what impact has it had um, on you and our community?
0: Well, I was, like you said, introduced to Pink in the City through Deborah and I thought, wow, what an amazing thing to do for survivors to also bring awareness to the community and beyond, but also for survivors themselves to either feel the the love, the support, the beauty that everything that this um, crazy world of cancer could bring. Because as we know, it brings a lot of different emotions, ups and downs, uh, mad, sad, happy, (laughs) calm, not so calm. So with this network, I think it uh, brings women together, not just as a support group to talk about cancer, but just everything out there. It's not just bad. It could be beautiful. And I think that that's what pink does.
1: Oh, that's um, that's really. Uh, thank you for saying that, uh, Diane. Um, so you are survivor. So tell us about that.
0: Oh, okay. So um, in 2009, I was living in Halifax at that time, and I had two young daughters, at uh, seven and eleven. And um, I went for a mammogram. It would have been my second or third regular mammogram because I lost my mom of cancer when I was nine. So she would have been about, I think it was 45 or 47. Um, So my doctor, before I left Montreal to go to Halifax, said, you know, you should go have a mammogram before you leave. Then you'll kind of like be in the system to go on a regular basis once you're in your 40s, if it's in the history of your family, it's a good thing to do. So like I said, I did maybe one or two, and then in my um, at 42, I was diagnosed just before Christmas coming to Montreal. I had to go in for a biopsy, and deep down, I think I knew because I had said, well, you know, it's Christmas. I'm going with my family back home. Why don't we do it when I come back? And they're like, well, no, we should do it now. So long story short, I kind of had a a feeling. And um, so, yeah, I got the confirmation that I did have breast cancer. And as much as I, I think a shock at the same time, I never considered myself a patient. I always said that I was going to beat this I'm young and healthy Mm -hmm. I am a warrior and I will be okay and that's what I told my girls that mommy was not going to be um, very um, healthy at some points depending on you know the way you react to um, chemo and radiation and anything else that they give you. but that I was going to not die of this, that I will survive and I will be stronger and healthier and, um, not really knowing obviously if this was going to be true, but that was my mindset. And I think that 50% of your healing is the positive thinking. So that's the route I took.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's, uh, that's, uh, so amazing. Uh, Diane, uh, you definitely lead by example. Um, when it comes to um, you know doing what you need to do for your family and 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 making um, sure that they feel uh, I guess confident in how you're feeling by by showing these types of emotions and your confidence and all of that, so I think that's uh, that's definitely uh, beautiful and um, and I and, and what a what a comeback like stronger than ever not only were you able to beat this um but you've actually gotten involved in uh in something uh bigger than you and giving back to your community uh tell us about that
0: yes well um at a young age I'm not really sure where it comes from but um maybe losing my mom so young but again I come from an amazing family we're five kids I'm the baby of five And we're all very close, and still today. And uh, But I don't know, I wanted to give back. I think um, I realize now that maybe this was my purpose in life, my calling, I'm not sure. But um, even at a young age, I started volunteering. Back then it was with the Special Olympics, because I was very much into sports. I love sports. It was like an outlet for me to kind of not maybe forget, but not necessarily think of losing my mom and everything and just going and having fun. And um, giving back gives a lot more to oneself than one can realize. Yes, you do it for others, but it really helps you too. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that as my journey of healing with cancer, because again, like I was saying before, you've got you kind of go through Different emotions. Mm -hmm. So once I became maybe um, able to talk about it and deal with it and be strong for others, um, I figured that that's the route I would take. And at one point, I did uh, start a little candle business. And through my candle business, what I want to do is I want to be able to bring awareness in different areas. Uh, of volunteering and um, with my little business being able to give back. So whether it's time, donations, awareness, I figured that's the perfect platform. So I have different candles and the one um, roses is especially for Pink in the City. And um, through the sales, I give back to Pink in the City with pleasure.
1: Oh, that's amazing. That's uh really generous uh, of you, uh, Diane. and uh, definitely um, a reflection of you know one thing that um, we always um, have been highlighting about what's so special about the survivors is that um, you know, living uh, your best. Uh, a step, especially after a diagnosis uh, and how, and it, and that could be so difficult. Um, but uh, instead, uh, what you've done is um, you're, you're definitely um, doing that and, yeah. and not that you're giving back to your community um, and you're, you've found a way to connect and to share your, your talent um, and the love for, you know, your mm-hmm handles and and through that you're able to you know raise some funds and uh, and be able to pay it forward so that's um that's really incredible um and so we thank you for that um so so what's what's next for you what uh what's what's in the future how do you see you know what you're doing or um you know, getting the community involved, like what's, what's in the future?
0: Well, um, the future is always a new day and it's amazing that you can only, um, go forward and that's what I want to do. And with my, um, business and my personal life and my family life, everything together is wow. Wow. I'm, I'm still here and I'm able to have a future, so let's not waste it. (laughs) So basically um, whatever it is that I can do, whether it's through my business or not, I will try to do to bring awareness in any field, whether it's cancer survivors or just people who need help in general. So, but For this particular podcast today, since we're talking about Pink in the City, being a survivor, did make me stronger. And at the same time, this group of women working together and bringing not just awareness, but support to have the strength to have the courage to to see that there is a future out there. And let's be together and do more. So with Deborah, I know that she has different things coming up. And I had um, told her that whatever I can do, whether it's give my time, give candles for donation to raise money, whatever I am in. And, uh, you know, the more I could provide, whether again, it's time or donations, I'm in.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Thank you. So oh,
0: it's my pleasure. It's, uh, I think everybody, if you're in a situation where you can give back, you should. Every little thing counts. A lot of people always think that it's um, money, but time is, is worth a lot too. So if Absolutely. people could just even just give their time, it's uh, very much appreciated. And uh, it, you know, it's always, there's so many different organizations that need volunteers. So it's, uh, it's my pleasure to do what I can when I can, for sure.
1: That's amazing. Thank you. I mean, thank you for believing in us and and our mission. Um, we definitely, you know, as you've been talking, um, it's, it's definitely um, a community collaboration mm-hmm. and, and. That what that is what makes a, the difference uh, in the end, uh, and we've got many examples from different uh, participating um, partners in our community. It um, we can see how each uh, can contribute to the end result uh, being a positive one. Um, but I think also you are touching on you know the the act of kindness and mm-hmm. and as parents and teachers and uh you know community members mm-hmm. um, what we do to encourage this uh, also is uh, a differentiator so i think um, that in itself is making uh, a whole lot of difference so recently um we had the um Pink uh, Carpet uh, Day, so it was your first time um, (laughs) joining Pink in the City. So tell us about that day and how you felt.
0: Well, um, it was amazing, and it was so nice to meet all these different women in different stages in their lives, in their cancer journey. And, um, like I said, I had not stepped away from cancer, but, um, you know, at one point you're like, maybe I need to concentrate on me and sometimes not necessarily every day having to be about cancer. So I was kind of like ready for it. Then when I met everybody, I got emotional, but in a beautiful way, because my gosh, these women are amazing. And it was such, um, a high just to be there and to meet these women and um what you do also with this pink carpet making us feel worthy strong beautiful inside and out and I think that it goes a long way so thank you very much. Oh
1: thank you for saying that but uh it is the truth you all the women are so beautiful and strong inside and out Uh, and the pink carpet was um definitely something that Gael and I um came it came about from an idea so and and you're absolutely right um it's a day where it brings together it's not so much you know I guess at the end of the day the video but it's really the the gesture to bring everyone together, have an opportunity to connect um, and bring together the different women that are in different stages of their life and their ju- cancer journeys. Um, mm-hmm. For me, standing um, back and, and seeing this uh, evolve and right in front of my eyes was uh, certainly very special. So, um, yeah, hopefully yes. we can many more to to come for years Uh, but it's definitely it was a powerful day in so many ways
0: it was it was and just the fact that it wasn't a construction site I thought that was brilliant because the whole cancer journey (laughs) is kind of like that right so the um, the two kind of went together more than one can realize because of the different stages of one's journey could be very different. And um, I just thought it was, it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was amazing. I really, really was full of love, full of emotions, but all good because it was to show the good side of the community. So it was beautiful. Thank you again for inviting me.
1: Oh my goodness! Uh, it was our pleasure, and uh, I have to say, I have to get to Gayal uh, on the construction site. Uh, it was something that she uh, definitely wanted us to um, to to coordinate uh, for this year. So uh, she made it happen. Um, so thank you for that. So Diane, um, if I was to ask you, um, your To select your strongest word that would represent your journey, what would that be and why?
0: Strongest word. Well, um, I'm pretty sure that it's uh, a common word used, but I would say um, strength because Ooh, we got to, we have to really be strong during this whole journey and not just for ourselves, for healing, but for others, for our friends and family. Cause as we know, cancer affects not just the one who has cancer, but everyone around them. And, um, so many people have been affected with cancer. And I think that a lot of the time, um, It brings sadness, which obviously makes sense, but at the same time, for the individual who's going through it, I think that for me, strength was what I told myself every day. Even going through the treatments, I was constantly repeating in my head to be strong and I will get through it. So... Or maybe two words, courage too, because you do have to have a lot of courage, but I guess maybe they both combine into one another where you have to, <laughs> to be strong, you have to have courage. So I guess they go, they blend well together, but for me, that was it. So, um, and even in my, um, my whole um, experience of the journey of cancer, but also in my everyday life, moving forward also as a mom a wife a co-worker a sister an aunt you have to show courage so you have to have it and be strong and believe that you will be okay
1: yeah your words uh diane resonate with so many um and it's so true Mm. it's so true what what i find um most interesting um is that you know when when women go through their and from what i have seen is that you know some women are very private Mm -hmm. uh, and some women don't mind sharing um But at the end of the day, what I have seen firsthand is that how um, empowering these um, testimonials and stories are um, that actually changes someone that has been uh, diagnosed with cancer uh, and breast cancer um, when they hear these journeys. Yes. And so for me, it's so, so important to share these messages, whether it's on, you know, on our um, social media uh, or through these podcasts, because it can actually change a life. And It
0: it can, you're right, it mm, can, yep. mm -hmm. When I was going through it, I was uh, myself private. Um, I was concentrating on me and it's like I didn't necessarily want to do group counseling and stuff like that because for me personally, I found that I needed to keep my energy for me through the actual um, like chemo, all the treatments. Once Uh I was done with that, I was ready to now give my energy to help others. Uh Uh So it depends in the actual where you're at in your journey. So sometimes for people, even Uh as they're going through all of their treatments, they blog about it, they blog about it, they do everything. And that in itself is a healing process for them. For me, it was a little bit after. I needed to keep my energy for me.
1: Right, right. Yeah. And definitely no wrong or right. Uh, it is definitely whatever every woman feels comfortable with. Exactly, yep. Um, but, uh, but it's really, really nice to see um, when there has been a breakthrough for someone that felt you know, they were alone, and they really couldn't talk about their journey. And sometimes through the stories of other women that they see were facing the same thing. um, It uh, gives them a different perspective. And it also demonstrates to them that, you know, they're not alone.
0: Exactly. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's very important to to have access to this um, when you need it because, and whether sometimes you don't think you need it, but you might. So yes, you're absolutely right, Denise. It's always a good thing to have access to this because it is needed. And sometimes more than one realizes.
1: Yeah. And so I'm, I'm inspired every single day from, um, from, women like yourself, Diane, and, um, and all the survivors that have the strength to move on um, and the courage. Mm-hmm. It yes. is uh, definitely incredible to see that. Um, and also, um, I think Diane, uh, you've made some really, really great uh, comments today about how you have given a chance, to things that were, you know, not so obvious in the beginning, and uh, and through your journey, you were able to deal with them, I guess, better as you moved along. So, if there was um, some advice that you would give someone that's newly diagnosed, um, what would that be?
0: Well, um, to believe that they will they will be okay. It, it is going to be um, a not easy journey. It'll be hard. And um, it's okay to ask for help. And it is okay to take it and reach out to whomever they can when needed. Because it, it can really save their lives. So believe be strong and be kind to yourself and others because it's um, it's going to be hard, but it is worth it.
1: Yeah. Words of, uh, words of knowledge, words of power. And that's for sure. <laughs> well, Thank you so much, uh, Diane, for spending a little time with uh, me today just to um, share your journey and your uh, and, and what you're doing in our community to uh, raise awareness and funds. Um, it definitely takes uh, a lot, uh, many different people, to make uh, these wonderful things happen in our community. So you're definitely a prime example. And, uh, and especially because you've also been someone that has been affected by this disease firsthand. Um, So um, it's a great insight that you've shared with us. And uh, we really appreciate um, you doing that for us today. Uh, For others that may not always have, you know, this type of information handy at first.
0: Yes. Well, it is my pleasure, and again, Denise, thank you for everything that you do for the community, the survivors, and and so on and beyond. Um, you you do good. It's uh, it is it is needed, and it is welcomed. And uh, bringing awareness and bringing the community together is um, is not always easy, and you make it look easy. So. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Diane. Thank you. All right, everyone. So, thank you for joining Pink in the City, uh, the Pink in the City podcast today with Diane, Pete, and uh, we appreciate uh, your time. Thank you, everyone.